to sit down. It's 6.30. Come on, little Billy. Guess we're live. Six thirty. Are we live? We are live. We got volume. Well, I guess we're live. Six thirty. Are we live? We are live. I'm working on it. Hold Come on. on, killing me, Smalls. Do we have anybody watching? We got one viewer, which is you. Yes. All right. Let's get to sharing this to some places. Where are you sharing this thing at? All over. Lake Hickory Winter Trail, Lake Hickory Wildcat. We got nine viewers. We're climbing. All right. Let's get this thing going. Rusty Hooks Live, episode 35. We are here. Rusty Hooks Bait and Tackle, 4070 Charlotte Highway, Lake Wiley, South Carolina, 29710. For all of you that don't know, for all of you that do know, sorry, we'll uh, continue to let new viewers learn more about us each time. We're going to try to get Shane on the phone here in a few minutes, but I'm going to give Kyle a moment to talk about tournaments this weekend. Oh, wow. There's a bunch. And then we will recap tournaments from last weekend. And hopefully you guys have uh, some questions. Yes, Casey Lee, we do have handlebars. There's a long and funny story behind that. Um, Is that little Casey? I, I guess it's little Casey. He's a hell of a parking person. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's an inside joke, but he he's a... He parks in very, very good places. <laughs> Is that good, bad, or indifferent? I don't know. I'm going to let him uh, elaborate on that. Yeah, if he chooses to. It's funny, though. You ever heard of, you know what a guinea chicken is, right? I have. A guinea hen? Yeah. You know when they get real mad and loud? That's what Casey sounded like. Oh, boy. Uh, what was that, Friday, Saturday? It was funny. Not for him, but it was funny. <laughs> Gene Barber, glad to see you're on here. Trying to share this to a couple pages. We're a little short staffed tonight. Um, they left the two lackeys to do all the heavy lifting. Shane is in Lake Fork. Brandon is currently uh, schmoozing some clientele at a nice dinner. Hopefully... All goes well with that for him. He was not much help before uh, before we got started, unfortunately. So, Stephen Michael Stone, uh, there was a rumor that we are running a winter trail. That is correct. Um, there will be more details to come probably next week after Brandon and I firm everything up. 
So, Kyle, what do you know about tournaments this coming weekend? Wow, there's a bunch. Uh, so uh, we got the Ray Scott Champion Skip. Champ, champion Skip. <laughs> you got the Ray that. Scott on uh, Lake Hartwell. I think uh, day one practice started today. Did it start today or yesterday? Uh, I don't know. I know everybody was leaving yesterday, so maybe it started today. Um, we have the Cat Championship on Bugs Island starting Saturday, ending Sunday. It's a two-day. Uh, that's a rescheduled event from the 1st of June. We have um, the Big Bass Big Bass Bash coming up. Maybe I'm uh, getting a little ahead of myself. In two weeks, that's November 15th. Uh, Brad Staley's event coming up on Lake Norman, so give everybody a chance to prepare for that. Um, this Saturday, we have the Special Olympics Benefit Tournament, the SOCC Tournament on Lake Norman. You yeah, can... and for those of you that went pre-fishing today, you are now disqualified, if I'm not mistaken, by the rules. Yes. Matt Hayes, I'm talking about you, buddy. If, uh, if you're looking for information on that, it's uh, socctournament.com. Uh, the Lake Hickory Winter Trail starts this Saturday. Um, they got some of the weather for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going back to the SOC, SOCC Benefit Tournament sponsored by Foothills Marine. I'll give you a little bit of uh, info on that. Uh, $200 a boat, $1,000 for big fish. Uh, there's a two rod and reel combos for the Big Bass Award. Off limits from 11-1 till 5 a.m. tournament day. They're doing hot dogs and drinks served to all the way in donate. Or actually, they're doing hot dogs and drinks to all. Uh, donation, donation accepted to the cause. Uh, as of right now, they're doing a $5,000 bonus money for given by Foothills Marine. 6000 guaranteed first, $2,500 second, $1,500 third, $1,000 for fourth. Pretty good payout. Uh, safe flight till 3 p.m. this Saturday at Lake Norman out of uh, Pinnacle Landing. Um, and like we said, it, it benefits the uh, Special Olympics of Cleveland County. I saved a picture of uh, another one. I just got to find it. Casey Lee, while Kyle's finding that, yes, I do have handlebars, and if I were to take my hat off, yes, I do have a mullet. Um, it was more to get a rise out of my mother, who is watching probably, but it backfired, and she cried. Did um, she cry? She did cry. Yes, yes. What did Russ say? He actually thought it was hilarious <laughs> and great. <laughs> I guess it takes him back to the, his 70s, 70s days. Did, did Russ have a mullet? I don't know. I bet he did. It's possible. I bet he did. But I'm going to try to get Shane on the phone here and see what is happening at Lake Fork. Uh, what else? Next tournament for the uh, Baden Lake Fall Bass Trail is Saturday. So it sounds like everybody's fall trails, winter trails are ramping up. Uh, pick the lake you want to fish and pretty much go get it. Yep.
We want to go back to do a little recap from last week. Uh, first place at Baden was uh, Chris Curtis and Mike Byram had 1688. Uh, second place, Mike Kaiser, Ronnie Blankenship, 1523. Big Fish was Bud Ratliff and Dusty Horn. Somebody got Dusty Horn out of out of retirement. Uh, 629. Uh, so everything's starting to pick up around yeah. the area. Cold hey. weather's coming in this week, so. Except for Lake Wiley. Lake Wiley did not pick up. Fish the cat out here. It took a whopping seven and small change to win. Five? Fish? Four fish. Yes, Brandon and I jumped in the boat together and finished third with a whopping six and change with four fish. So y'all fished eight hours and caught four for six pounds? We caught a few shorts, yes. And then Jody Wright slid in. I don't know if Jody's on here or not. Jody, he weighed a limit and had six pounds. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what's going on with this place. I know the water was rising at about an inch an hour on Saturday. About two years ago, you said there was herring in the lake. Do you think there's still herring in the lake? <laughs> I think the few herring that were in there have died, and it's all taken over by alewives. You think there's a shortage of bass in the lake? I think that there's a lot of things that's short of shortage of in this lake. I, I will say there are a lot of fish suspended in the guts of the pockets and of the creeks. All the baits in about 26, 27 foot of water. Perch? Uh, bait. Uh, <laughs> legitimate bait. And am I saying that the lake is in good health and we're just missing something? No, I'm not. By By no means am I saying that, but... Maybe, maybe in the future it'll turn around like Lake Norman did. Maybe. There's a chance. You could always put F1s in there and it'll turn into a fish factory. Is that, and kill all the spotted bass too or no? Nah. You can't be a conservation and, conservationist and kill fish. You have to, uh, have to do something about that. Yeah. A little bit different. A little bit. All right, so what what other tournaments were this weekend? There was a cat on Norman. Congratulations to Hoover. I saw he had 15 and change. Did he? To win that. I was trying to find the results. I couldn't find it. Uh, Cat's a little slow to post from yeah, time to time. Yeah. Um, Jason Lance tournament, we talked about that. Um, there was a cat somewhere else, too, I think. Bugs Island's trying to pick up a little bit, so it's looking looking promising for the uh, cat championship going on up there this weekend. Uh, pretty big purse for that. Uh, I'll get you some numbers here in a second as I randomly thumb through my we, phone. We, we, uh, we're winging it, boys and girls, so bear with us as we look at our phones and try to scramble the information. Um, and for some reason, I've lost all comments on my computer, so I'm catching but, up. Mom, glad to hear you never had a mullet. There's a, there's a couple things you don't have to worry about today is uh, time change. So anybody that works outside does not have to work as late as they did the previous week because it's dark. They just have to get up earlier. Let, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't mention that. Unless they supply you with headlamps. Or if... Uh, um. This election day. So if you heard the horns out front of the shop, 
there's a lot of uh, proud, patriotic supporters walking the sidewalks. And uh, go out and vote. Yeah, be today's sure to vote tomorrow. Today's the day. Is it today or tomorrow? Tomorrow is election day. Tomorrow. Kids are out of school. Okay. Everybody get off your couch and go vote. Yep. Um, so, we are going to do a giveaway tonight. Um, Big Bites Bait. Unfortunately, I moved the pack of stuff that I had here for you guys to look at. Um, we're going to do, we're going to pick a random viewer tonight to give away some Big Bites Baits too. So, comment, share the post, share the video, and, um... At the end of the night, we are going to draw a random person out of the comments for a Big Bites Baits giveaway. We have a full selection of Big Bites here at the store. Probably one of the most untalked about, underrated soft plastics out there for reasonably priced um, fishing. Senkos, like $3.99 a pack, I think I want to say they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, flipping baits are like $2.99 a pack. Squirrel tail worms. Squirrel tail worms. For those of you that know about those and the secret behind them. The tail that dances for you, even when you're not dancing. I don't have as many spinning poles as you do, so. What do you talk about? Huh? <laughs> I don't hardly ever have any. Adam Flowers. The details have not been hammered out. Um... I know this. It's going to be $60 entry, $40 side pot starting the first Saturday in December. It will wrap up, I want to say, the first or second week of February to try to get done before all the major stuff starts on Saturdays. And I am not 100% sure on uh, final payout if there's going to be any guaranteed money um, yet. Jody, uh, yeah, we didn't have the luxury of almost calling once. We had a lot of short fish that uh, we had to measure and step on and try to see if we could make work, and we could not. Where are you getting these updates from? It's I don't know why this isn't doing it, but this it's on the phone. We got 50 people we got to entertain. So Sweet. Kyle, jump out. Oh, Shane is calling in, so let me get him live so we can do a Lake Fork update. Bear with me, people. Hey, you're live. I'm going to put you on speaker right now. All right. Shane is live with us. We're live. We are live. Been live. We're you're live, baby. Live. <laughs> We've been live for 15 minutes. Oh, Lord. You had to finish that biscuit I told you to eat, didn't you? Uh, well, I was incapacitated at the moment when you called. I understand. So, <laughs> do y'all eat good on these trips? Do y'all eat good on these trips? I know, I know some of your company likes to cook. <laughs> yeah, we usually eat fairly decent. It ain't too shabby. It's <laughs> old big die hooks us up about every day. Squirrels, crawfish, and hog jowls. Yep, pig's feet. That's right. Pickled, <laughs> pickled or smoked? No, no, neither one. Neither one. Grilled. Yeah, grilled. That's the way. So Shane, how is uh, how is Lake Fork? Give us a rundown. It sucks. It sucks. You can't always say that. No. The water's low. There's more stumps than there are bass. 
and it sucks. <laughs> I had, uh, I mean, I got, I don't know, seven or eight bites today, and hit about 200 stumps, and I mean, it's just, it's no fun. I, I'm not a fan, and I don't care who hears that. <laughs> what's wow. your, uh, what's your weight prediction going into the? Excuse Man, me, going I into the clue. I do not have a clue. I don't know what this place can, you know. We all know what it's capable of, but I don't know what it's going to do in the fall. I mean, I didn't catch a fish over three pounds today, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, somebody's going to whack them, but I think it'll take, I'm going to say it's going to take 17 a day to win. However much that is, what is that, about 60, what, 65, 6? That's, what's going to be a big factor playing into the tournament, you think? That's a great question. I don't know. The biggest factor for me is the water. You think it's going to be a, so, the a water area? so low you can't get around? Really? I mean, what if you set the boat down in the wrong place? Well, guess what? You're liable to not catch nothing. You think it's going to be an area or a more of a bait deal? No, uh, it's an area. It just it's just not fishing very well right now for whatever reason. I guess because it's fall. Are y'all getting the cold weather that we are back home? Yes, it was 40, 41 this morning, something like that. I don't know. Got up though, it was nice this afternoon. It's probably 70. I think that's what it's supposed to be all week about like that. The water temperature's cold though. It was, it was 59 this morning and I was kind of, I, I called Todd. I said, hey, is your thing reading 59? <laughs> I said, I think mine's broke. <laughs> so you're saying you're in Texas first week of November. It's cold, and y'all didn't bring a deer deer rifle. Man, I've seen I've seen more way more deer than I than I caught bass today. About that. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's got a couple pictures of a couple nice rack bucks, pretty ones. That's kind of a bonus, ain't it? I don't know. We we'd be better off deer hunting. <laughs> hmm. So, Shane, with it being below 50 degrees, is top water going to be a factor down there? No, the water temperature is too cold. No, just asking. Some people still fire at it. Just a shot. I mean, I did. I threw it a lot today. I threw it this morning and then threw it again this afternoon just trying to keep them honest. Nothing. Never had a blow up, a bite, nothing. It just, I don't know. It ain't no, it ain't no good. Well, sounds like you got a crowd in the house tonight. Yeah, everybody's got back. Yeah. So Todd and Robbie haven't gotten enough beer in them to quiet them down yet? Nope, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be long, though. <laughs> it does not surprise me there. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to let you run on. We just want to get it. Uh, an update from Fork and uh, sounds like it's about like everywhere else in the country. Tough as nails. Tough as nails. Alright. Yep. Well, good luck. We're rooting for you and we will be in touch. Alright, man. See you. See you. Later. I'm reading some uh, viewer comments. Looks like Dwight and Doug Dellinger won the Lake Hickory Wildcat Tournament with 894. I'm not sure if that's a three fish or five fish limit. Terry, let me know. 
Terry Herman, is he on there? He's on here. He's Tell watching. Terry he's got a jig pack I got to get to him. I need him to message me so I can get it to him. He won the Catcher Lures giveaway a while back. And Did he? Yeah. That sucker's lucky. Well, I don't know. Tim Chapman said he couldn't catch a fish, but don't, don't take that from me. I'd rather be lucky than good. That's right. Where are you seeing those comments at? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I shared this on several pages. I did too, and I can't see any of the comments. So no. we're going to have to work as a team here. I don't know what I'm on, but I'm going to try to be uh, politically correct. Well, Adam Flowers is chasing squirrels. I don't know. Anyway, so fall fishing at its finest. Kyle, you and I are no pros and no experts, but uh, what's your favorite technique in the fall? Hmm. I do not like fall fishing. I'm going to be honest. I would rather the uh, fish-offs and championships be in mid-summer because <laughs> I've got deer and other stuff on the brain. Understandable. And uh, I like to junk fish when it's good. I don't like to junk fish when it's tough. And... I don't like having that many rods on the deck. I like going to the lake with three or four and uh, making decisions that way. Uh, myself and Jimbo have a tournament at uh, the Cat Championship at Bugs Island this weekend, and we got a good little game, pl game plan worked out. I haven't looked at the water level yet. I need to look at it tonight. It was 304 this morning, I think. So it's come up four foot. That Now that's per... Was, Another individual. I I did not get that information for myself. I think it was two ninety nine Friday last week. But, Mark, uh, Mark Parker won small fish pot with point twelve. Oh wow! That's uh, and Terry said that's a three fish limit on uh, hickory. So that's not bad. That's, that's almost a three, three pounder. Yeah, three pound average. Um, I know I I don't like fishing in the fall. It's a lot of things play play too much of a factor in it and like I said I got other things on the brain I like to deer hunt shoot pigs and you know I'd, I'd just I'd be fine with putting the boat up in uh, September October and start uh, filling the freezer up so uh, what's your favorite fall stuff what do you like to do you know the problem is every year it's different when I first started fishing seriously you could take a little quarter ounce rattle trap and go into Baxter Creeks and Pockets and catch on Wiley 13 to 15 pounds almost on a guarantee. And now, I uh, can't answer that. Last year, I was catching them on a main lake with a DT6 and a jig and had a pretty successful fall run this year. I hadn't fished enough to know, but I know this. What Brandon and I did Saturday, you know, we did all the... You know, ran to a back creek, caught one little one off a boat ramp, go to another back of the creek, can't get bit, so we started running pockets. We started catching fish, but we ran out of time. I mean, what was it, big fish? <laughs> 285, I want to say. Lake Crisco is whooping Lake Wiley's butt right now. I don't know. Jumbo, I'm sure you do throw a shaky head. He does. <laughs> he can he can mop some up behind me. Uh, Jody, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm baffled just like you are because I kept saying, 
Oh, I'm not able to fish. I'm not able to fish. I don't know where the fish are at. I'll figure it out when I get there. After being on the water Saturday and having eight hours to go chase them around, there's only one thing I didn't do that I would have liked to have invested more time into had I had the equipment to do so. Um, there were a few fish offshore on a place. So elaborate on this. So Jody's Jody is baffled that you're catching 13 inches on a traditional big fish place. When it gets that tough or a lake is going through a rough stretch, do you practice or do you fish history? And um, why? I mean, for me, I would I would like to go practice just to get an idea of where the bait is. Do you think it hurts your chances if you practice? Because for me? Let's, let's face it, if, if you have a intention of going somewhere and you fish this long at a lake, you're going to go there during a tournament. So does I, the practice really help you when it's that tough, or do you think you gain a little bit of advantage of... For, for me, I can eliminate deep or shallow. That's my practice. It's not so much... I'm going to this place or going to hit this dock. I want to try to figure out predominantly better bite, deep or shallow. And this time of year, Wiley's always tough in October. I mean, we've had the CS Motorsports Tournament out here in the past, and it's taken an average of 14 pounds and six fish to win for the last four or five years it was held. And so 14 divided by 6, that's not really a big bag if you look at it. The question is, is where can you catch five two-pounders, two-and-a-half-pounders? Can you go run the bank and do it, or can you go out deep and... Are you having the junk fish for small fish, or is there a pattern to the small fish? Well, for us, it was you running the back of pocket. And if pocket had bait in it, you were going to get bit somewhere in the back. Um, that's what we figured out late. We started catching some fish and just ran out of time. Plain and simple. How far were we all from the lead? Half oh, a pound? Three quarters of a pound? Uh, three quarters of a pound. Now, again, we were four fish. Mark Leach won with four fish. Um, Jody <laughs> split the middle with five fish. I don't know how much help there was for him, but... Who fished with him? His boy? His boy. Um, I, I Like I said, if, if I could do Saturday over and I had my boat and all of my tackle, I would have spent some more time out looking. Um, is that the answer? I don't know. I really don't. Did uh, Mikey fish this weekend? Mike Stevens? Yeah. He went to Norman. Did he? Fished up at Norman. Chris Marshall says, if you have confidence in history, you need to do new things in practice like things you don't normally do. Just see if you can stumble on something. And Chris is right. I mean, it, if you're going to go run the bank, and you know you're going to go run the bank, so go pick up a crankbait and go look around. I've, I've done some outside-of-the-box things before on lakes that I don't fish a lot and has paid off really well. I, I uh, ended up losing the tournament but I had a really good practice at Hartwell one year in a regional. And it was tough. It was taking 14, 16 pounds on average to win. And I said, man, I don't want to do the shaky head, wacky rig Cinco deal. I, that's just not me. So I tied on a bait and 
had a heck of a dang practice. We had a fog delay and some other things that kind of killed it, but knowing what I learned from that tournament, that's that's how I want that's how I like the fish. I I know what I'm going to do, what I feel like I'm going to try in the tournament. I'll try to fish something that I don't normally do a lot. I'll pick a bait up that's been sitting in a tackle box with rusty hooks or doesn't get a lot of attention that I thought was good and I say hey you know I feel like I know what I'm going to do in a tournament let's go try something totally different I kind of agree with Chris you will stumble on some stuff from time to time that you're like huh might do this or this might pay off but again that's that's one reason I don't like fall fishing because it's it's tough the fish have seen you know 10,000 lures and 10,000 baits of course or across the uh, course of the year and they're they're kind of, I think they're deer hunting too. They're tired of seeing chatter baits and walking baits and crank baits and, you know. I know this big blast of cold weather is going to hopefully shake things up. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to get any better, but it may take some of the top water out of play in certain areas. I know when we put the boat in water on Wiley this weekend, um, now it took Brandon's boat a minute to catch up. Water temp was about 66 in the morning, which is, you know, it's tracking the right direction. What was the temp here uh, Saturday? It was 66 in the morning. In the morning. And then I think it got up to about 71, 72. Jody, what, I, I don't know what temperature you had. You might not even turn your graphs on. Um, and we did not catch a spot one. Um, I think the rising water played a little bit to that uh, I, I don't know the title the, fishery of Wiley has yeah become. Wiley's become really a title fishery the last three months it's kind of ridiculous one one day you're going to be 96.5 and like <laughs> Saturday we put the boat in water we looked at it before we went to bed 97.3 and I, uh I go over 85 bridge at least once a day most of the time twice a day and you might see water in the bushes when you go to work <laughs> You might see dirt when it, you come home. It, it, it's, it's it might be muddy, and then you get back. You and know, it might be clear again. Eight ten hours later, and you're going, man, it's looking like Lake James in the river. Unfortunately, it. I think that's the biggest factor, really and truly, with Wiley right now. Set aside population issues. Set aside spotted bass. Set aside anything else you want to argue largemouth are creatures of stability and when you don't have stability they're not gonna bite they don't they're just not gonna i think wiley and some of our other lakes need a little bit of uh help from fishermen and the uh i'm not i don't keep up with the uh you know wildlife commission and things like that what they're doing as much as i probably should but you know you see the Texas Park and Recreation doing the Share Lunker program and you know their habitat program and I, and I I see help and you know some ideas going around different lakes I, I saw gator grass in Lake North in uh, Lake James um, they're trying but uh you know the recreational factor is so big on Norman that it's you know it's going to be hard for them to put any kind of grass in the lake or well that's a Duke energy factor too you know I mean, you got to share the lake with recreational people and fishermen, uh, and honestly, there's probably more value in uh, the houses on the lake than than 
if you did a tournament every day up there, you know, you got million million dollar homes. It takes a lot of bass boats to uh, produce what revenue is sitting on the bank around the lake. Yeah, as but, far as a voice of what they need to do the lake. Yeah, those million dollar homes aren't necessarily generating revenue through the lake, though. True. Chris Marshall, you're paying taxes, though. They are paying taxes. That is true. Chris, you are correct. Uh, When it does stabilize, 100% never a better statement. Jason Land, we are, yeah, we're short staffed, and they put the two flunkies in to. We said two flunkies. (laughs) Yeah. There's only only two of us here. That's what I'm saying, the two flunkies. (laughs) I like the. Oh, you know what? Since Jason lands on here, I'm going to take this opportunity to fire a shot at him. I want to apologize for all of our viewers that were looking forward to a 1v1 in a mild tropical depression <laughs> that the sun was shining by lunchtime. freaking tropical storm to come through. It was a mild tropical depression. The sun was shining by 12 o'clock. But it was white capping at 85 Bridge. <laughs> it may have been. She could hide from it. Now, Jason messaged me uh, the night before and said uh, he concedes. Did he forfeit the he opportunity? For- he forfeited it, but I, I I was nice and moved it to November the 12th. What day is that? Thursday of next week. Thursday of next week. Yeah, and the only reason why we did Thursday is because of his work schedule. Um, you see what he said? He said, it's your lie. Tell, you, tell it how you want to. I got, I got text. <laughs> I got text proof. We know you fished. Look at Miss Harriet. Harriet gave us a plug. You see I, that? I see that. What did Harriet say about the uh, stuff going on? Well, I, when I pulled up, she didn't notice at first, and I kind of was like, you like my hair? And at first she was laughing, and then she was crying, and then she was <laughs> full-blown crying. And then she said, I ruined my hair. And Did you tell her it was a Jason Land in the front and party in the back? <laughs> Jason Land in the front party. <laughs> Yeah, now I, I I don't know whether or not to keep it through Christmas or if you keep it through Christmas, you're gonna buy a blue polyester. What's what's the deal that uh, cousin Eddie wore in the Christmas story? Is that blue, blue, blue suede suit? Blue suede shoot, suit? No, cousin Eddie polyester suit. Yeah, you're 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 getting one. Yeah, real nice, Clark. Real nice. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I have yet to decide. I'll buy it. I'll buy the suit. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna you can go to Walmart and you can buy two bags of dog food. <laughs> I'll play the part. Yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe we'll let the viewers vote. Do we keep the handlebars and the mullet? That's a we... good idea. I think you should put it out to the to the viewers. You my, should mom, give them a... my mom's already said you better not. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Did you tell them you had racing stripes on the side? I no. I mean, it's not really fixed or anything, but it's uh, yeah. We got the stripes on both sides, and we're good. Did you perm the back? No. She did. The girl did curl it she next did. door. She she was all about that. I, I got know. mine cut at the same time. I was uh, she was telling me how I'm going bald in the back, and I got like a five head and everything. She kind of made fun of me. I I told her I didn't have feelings, and it. Her tactics wasn't working, <laughs> but we were uh, we were watching your uh, stroke of genius happening. Oh yeah, well, 
It's great. I took a picture of it and sent it to my wife, and she almost wrecked her car. She was laughing so hard. So, <laughs> All because she said I wouldn't do it. What would your kids say? <laughs> Keep it PG. <laughs> yeah. uh, my youngest was uh, not real sure about it. My oldest was like, he didn't like it and said I looked ridiculous. And Who knows? My kid called me a redneck the other day. He said, Daddy's a redneck. I can only imagine. Is it the truck you drive? I don't know. <laughs> Keep it. Kyle's buying. I know. It's it's hard to get a dollar out of a Jew, Mom. <laughs> Damn, it is called... No, it ain't called age. It's called kids and work and... Uh, maybe yeah, age. age. <laughs> Stress. It all, it all piles I know on. I don't have dreams anymore. I have movies. That's bad. <laughs> it's getting that big. Yeah. Uh... Ricky Bobby do no it's it's Kenny Powers you guys want to see who it is, is it it's Kenny, Kenny Powers Power. look it up eastbound and down I get you I get you the only thing I'm missing is the uh, Oakley Blades we're working on those oh I found them I just can't justify $100 for them maybe that's what you can buy me keep it till Christmas some you can buy me some blades, blades. some knockoffs Mm-mm. knockoffs are even better I can run down to the electrical supply house and get them safety glasses. That's what you need. <laughs> and a trucker hat. And a trucker hat. A Myrtle Beach trucker hat and a, one of those towels that you can see through. <laughs> like a Budweiser towel you can see through. Yeah. Times is tight. Josh, we're good. If we, don't, if we don't get through this one, there won't be a next. What's I think that? Kyle already said he wanted next anyway. What's that? 1v1. I would. Can we do a one v one special edition? A one v one special edition? Yeah. How? How? Uh, how would you do that? I tell you what. We need to do a one v one special edition in January. It involves a really large knife and some wild pigs. Oh. Oh. Is that? too bad for TV? I'm not sure that's... I mean, we are youth-friendly on our YouTube account. I'm well, not sure that would fall into the... Uh, that would be bad, wouldn't it? The only way that that would happen is if you've got the dogs. Well, I can make it happen. I've got the land, the pigs, the dog. I just... Is it viewer-friendly? Uh, we cut out everything but the squeal. I'm out. You're out? I'm out. I've been down that road. <laughs> You get on the wrong end of that pig, and it's not a fun day for the home well, that's team. That's what the dogs do. Well, again, God, you better have some good. You better have some good dogs. All I can say. We can make it happen. I don't like fishing in the fall. It's there's too much going on. There's deer, pigs. Depending on what state you're in, you can shoot a turkey. I've made sixty-two billion casts from January through you know October. I'm ready to just sit there and take a nap in the middle of the woods and chill. Yeah. Well, the you boss know? the boss lady's already said no. She squashed the idea. She squashed it? <laughs> she knows where it's going. Eh, dang. But I will go See, pull the... Puckett knows. He said, we got the dogs. We I got the dogs and the pigs and the land. We just... Yeah, listen. Maybe too hot for TV. I'll pull the, I'll pull the trigger from a couple yards I away. I think it would be funny. I, if you had a mullet... <laughs> the handlebar mustache and running through the woods with a 
slightly smaller than a machete knife, I think it would carry some viewers. <laughs> mm. And a American shirt, American flag cutoff shirt, wife beater, mm. <laughs> jean shorts. We'll hook you up, man. <laughs> yeah, that might be too hot for TV. See? Bright's got the mullet. He has the Kentucky waterfall. I have seen this. Yeah. You have to hook him up for a... You have to go to him for some tips. Oh, I, there is no tips. Just go get it butchered as bad as you can oh, and wear no, it. His is, uh, his is pretty spectacular. It's full perm and, you know... I don't have time to fix my hair like that. See, Andrew Young Andrew Young said the same thing. He said, see how that story ends. Bacon. Yeah, it does it does end in bacon. I know, I know. we are not filling any freezers right now. I donate some uh some chorizo and some Spanish pig. We'll just Iberian it, pig. Yeah, dry cured sausage made from Iberian pig, imported <laughs> from Spain. My mom says we aren't making movies. That's true. Yeah, jean shorts and cowboy boots. See, my mom done got in on the action. She's down. We could get some donations worked up for this, and we could donate it to uh, some local charity. We could. Just to see this nonsense. By the way, y'all haven't jumped in the lake. I'm still the winner. I know. And uh, I'm high and I want to get it it out of the way before it gets much cooler. I would do that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's... We're we're hitting a point of uh, no return. Yeah, I would get it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looking at the weather, maybe rough on the old. Uh, maybe you can just so, video me jumping in. No, the end of the week when it's look, sunny. <laughs> a guy videoing one other guy is not cool, but if it's a group, it's good. Are you sure? Yeah, we're good. Okay. But me videoing you, that'd just be weird. <laughs> Speaking of making movies. Mark Silverthorne, donate to Lake Wiley F1 Foundation. Has, Actually, that, started? has that started yet? What? The Lake Wiley F1 Foundation? No, it has not. And, and on, you know what's sad is I, I think Wiley would be better suited than Lake Norman would for it. Yeah? I think Wiley has enough food and I'm not going to say enough cover, but they got enough food that it might work here. I don't... There's, Wiley doesn't turn over as much as Norman does, does it? Not, no. I wouldn't say. Right now, we're kind of stuck in a perpetual turnover because we've had this long stretch of somewhat mild weather, so the lake hasn't really gotten cold. Yeah. It cooled it off to the point where it likes to circulate, but, I mean, no, it doesn't really turn over. See, look, Andrew Young has got to see. You do, you do a pig hunt call it the stab shack or whatever you want to call the episode you take it to the processor do a little plug for the processor and then you do a cook it on the ground at a fishing tournament you know it's kind of giving back make people happy they laugh at you and then you feed everybody yeah. for laughing at you but I'm not sure we can video the pig hunt and it fit parameters of our you we like to it keep out. it you can, you can just you know, go dark on the video and hear the. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that's the part that uh, that's a no go, sir. That's a no go. Harriet would shut us down. Probably, we'd have to go to 
You uh, keep talking about this, and we're losing viewers left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Harris Teeter for the pig kill. <laughs> uh, she's, she doesn't mind. It's just, I'm not sure uh, on live video would be a good move. So, uh, they're at Lake Fork. Is it Lake Fork? No. Lake Fork, yes. Lake Fork. When does that tournament start? Uh, Thursday, I think. Thursday? It's four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe. Championship Sunday this yeah. time? Instead of yeah, Monday. it's Texas Fest, so it should be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're giving away... <laughs> My mom said you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, I get that a lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> and your mom said Peter would have a field day. I would have to agree. I'm not looking to go down that road. I ain't blocked any video. Well, People eating tasty animals? My mom knows. I've come from a family where we hunt and fish and cook, oh, well, cook and kill and clean. So, oh, My mom knows that I'm not above uh, feeding my family. She's just not in for the live video aspect yeah, of it all. Kinda, it could be gory. I mean, you've seen my Blair, yes. Blair Witch Project video from back in the summer. Right? Yes, it's different. It's not for everybody. Uh McKinley Puckett. Is Kyle going to catch fish a fish before Jimbo this weekend? Ooh, mm. that could be a... No. That could be a good little side wager. How to catch 17. 17 pounds, 17 fish. I don't know. David Bright's going to have to elaborate. Yeah. What, uh... What are you fishing this weekend? Uh, what is the well, legend? What's DVD fishing this weekend? I don't know. I had had a ask to go up to Norman and fish the Special Olympics. Um, I don't know. I'm going to check with the wife and see what she's got going on. The sandwich and, maker? Yeah. Well, the the educator, hmm. the home educator. Are you having to get permission to go fishing? I'm not. Ha- I'm just going to see what's going on. Does that mean permission? No, it's more or less see what's going on. Is that I, a respect thing, or are you just asking permission? It's a respect thing. It's it's. <laughs> my house has been a mess for the last four months, and we're wrapping up projects. And you are what renovating, doing some uh, I have, home improvement stuff. I have moved a master bedroom to the downstairs and done several other little projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, are you done? I'm close. I'm close. waiting on a plumber promised he'd be there um what thursday he promised he would be there so i can actually use this new master bathroom that i built so we'll see queen killed a deer you can help him he can, he can i help did you, out. you know what good for queen he finally's got one that he doesn't have to get called build a buck over <laughs> he was chasing johnson for a while this year wasn't he he was the uh andrew young 31 will win on Kerr this weekend in the championship Mm. No, I'm gonna say that's under. It's getting too cold. I think the fish are gonna crash the bank, but depends on what the water does because it's come up three or four foot since Friday. If that number is correct, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just joking. Don't take me serious, Harriet. I'm a smart aleck always. Uh, Nick Williams, I have not put a live scope on yet. I had it, and I sold it. And I, I, I'm i not 100% sure what I'm going to do yet. There may be a Hummingbird 360 Mega in my near future. 
Um, have you ran that yet? What? The, the Mega? Mega? I haven't. I had the original 360, and I didn't really like it because it was like trying to read Braille. Um, but the Mega 360, talking to a buddy of mine at Lanier, he, he had it, and sold it and bought live scope because they fish treetops and they like to look at their fish i don't want to look at fish i'd rather look at the cover i saw one at a uh i saw the live scope on a pontoon at a great outdoors friday no saturday they had like a little handle where they could crappy fish and steer it into the brush pile i said hmm. yeah it's pretty neat <laughs> Uh oh. Oh god. I think the best thing you should say is yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. <laughs> uh yes, Jody, there is a lot of bait on Wiley. There the, Wiley is not lacking in the bait department. I it's think the fish. I think the fish need to catch up. Everything is for sale. That is correct, Nick. Everything has a price tag. It's just how deep do you want to go to get it? Um So did you say that you would you have the 360 or the live scope or have you used both or i've used i've used the live scope personally for me uh not i don't drop shot a lot yeah you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's i'm i'm known for drop shotting in a ned rig in a ned rig that's yes my two favorite techniques no seriously though there's not a lot of yes the winter time i could see it being a thing to keep up with you know, winter fish suspended fish with and bait. bait. Fish and bait. But I feel like I could do that just as well with a 360. From what I was told, uh, I was talking to Cole about it last week. He's uh, he's getting a 360 or, or has gotten it off of his uh, winnings recently from the uh, Toyota Norman and Regional. And uh, it's constantly updating. You know, 360 degrees, whereas the live scope, you have to turn it towards a brush pile. That's right. Um, and the Mega is a lot crisp. I mean, it's a very crisp image, so as picking out the little white dots isn't that hard. Um, what's next? Is it going to be the 20-inch plasma screen? And No, I heard, I heard Lawrence has got something that will make Garmin look like child's play if they'd ever release it through Lawrence through Lawrence but I um, I don't know what's next <laughs> I wonder when the tournaments are going to start banning the technology I don't like it I'm against it I'm just I mean I'm asking really and truly think about it If is there Yes, I know I you have I to. I don't think so. Just because you've got, look at the stink that the Alabama rig threw up. Anybody can go down the bank and catch 25 pounds. Tater, that was a shot at you because you caught 24, 26 pounds at Lake Norman on a Alabama rig and told us all it was your foil jerk bait that nobody <laughs> knew what it was. And yes, power pole. Kicked everybody's butt, but... uh. I mean, look what that did. Look what the recent the chatterbait did. Um, I don't know if they'll ban it. I, ban it. I think there's a there's a group of old school fishermen that like to use their instinct, 
uh, time on the water and I feel like they're against it because it's couch potato stuff. You can sit at the house and learn from the couch instead of putting time on the water. I, that's my opinion. It's not. I'm, I'm not pro. I'm just a Billy Bob from Gaston in North Carolina, but um, I don't like it. I don't like the technology. I'd rather, when I'm with my partner, we don't turn the graph on. You also don't fish. I don't fish as much as everybody is, else. Well, I what I'm saying, it. you don't fish as deep. No. You, you're more comfortable hand-to-hand. No. Hand. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, I feel like making those decisions on the water, you know, temperature, what's in front of you, the current conditions are, will take you further, faster than what you see with technology. But I've also seen guys like Brandon Polnick, who's, I don't know how much he's fished uh, Santee, but dude caught a 712 in a brush pile that he would have never known was there with it. So I see the benefits of it. Um, I've had, I've looked at it. I just, I don't know, it's just something else to add. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I'm kind of, I like old school stuff. If I suck, I suck. If if I do good, I do good. But I kind of stick to my own deal. I've eliminated what I buy and stuff I try out just because I know what works. And You know, it's my own, my own error or partner's error or together our errors or decisions that usually keep us from doing good in tournaments. You know, we're hard-headed and we... Don't pay attention sometimes. Jody, you and I were friends until you made that comment. What did he say? He said everybody should buy one and go out deep. He's just playing defense. That's a Obi-Wan Kenobi comment. Uh, uh, He and I have had that long conversation. Get off the bank, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fall and it's getting cold. He knows what's about to happen. He's wanting to run for the deep water. Listen, he he slipped down a while. He trying to be sneaky, and it backfired on him. He did. I mean, just, did he have more weight than you, though? Just a little, not much. I mean, not much, but still, Jody's one of those. He likes to fish shallow when it's tough, and he likes to fish shallow when it's not tough. Uh, I know, but I'm saying he fishes shallow. Period. Yeah, he doesn't know how to get off the bank. Um. But little does he know that jig that he likes to throw, throwing on rock in about 10 foot of water, can be deadly this time of year. Can you elaborate on that, or you want to keep that close, I mean, close it's pretty simple. Find a rock pile and throw a jig. If you don't lose it, you're probably going to get bit if they're there. If they're not there, you're probably going to lose your jig. <laughs> I said that about fishing brush. Like It's that simple. You can have a day where they're not in brush and you're only getting a few bites, but the ones that are there are good. And you'll go through several <laughs> several jigs, and you're and you'll have another day where every fish in the lake is in brush, and you're like, you know, you don't go any, you have the same jig on all day. That's right. It doesn't get into the brush pile before it gets eaten. Yeah. Now there 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 are several other things off the bank to do with the catcher lures jig and a few other jigs. Um, uh, what is it? L and M. Greg Loveless and. He's tying a big, nasty rubber jig. I happen to have a hundred of those that I use this time of year. I usually tie my own stuff. I've, I've, I have some that I started out throwing Louis stuff with Shooter, and John makes some great jigs, and I've kind of simplified where I've thrown maybe 
I threw I throw maybe four or five colors throughout the year. That's about it. I've seen you grab a couple packs of jigs here. Yeah, I'll I'll grab some here when I don't have time to paint heads or pour them. And you know, um, Jody's got a, a jig with a uh, five volt hook in it. I don't know which way to go on that yet, but when I'm swimming a jig, I've seen a uh, I've seen Chris kick my butt with a five volt jig, and I'm blowing it away, losing fish. We could have had a better tournament, and uh, with a four volt hook in it. But I see where it's good, and I see where it's effective and not effective. But I can tell you this: Jody's five volt jig is not great in brush. Does it get hung too much? It gets hung fairly easily. Yeah. Um, Open water, it's I think it's where you need to go. If you're flipping boat lifts or, you know, docks or swimming it. Jody, how many other stores um how many other stores have the yellow cards? Because if if I'm not mistaken, there's not many other stores that have the catcher yellow cards, which is is a five out gamakatsu jig. <laughs> Matt Haywood. I was trying to find a... Uh, I don't know you personally, but that comment does not surprise me. Worth of jigs last year. Does Haywood throw a jig? I thought he just threw a... He said Matt... Uh, he said they both went... I mean, he. I've heard Matt Haywood's a pretty good crankbait fisherman. That's... No, it could be all smoke. You think? It could be all smoke. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, see Chris's comment? I think we established the 5 volt hook. We... So we won a tournament at Hickory considerably and lost some big I I lost some big ones and then fished a tournament the same type technique at Baden. I don't remember how I don't know if we did good in that tournament, but I had a meltdown day and I kinda got kicked in the chin going, Hey stupid, you did it once <laughs> and survived and we won and then the second Now you're tournament. doing it again. <laughs> so now I've kinda learned, you know, you know, I've had so many people tell me just stay with a four all hook, but I have never fished it the way I did with other people. And yeah, there's some different ways you can fish a jig that you know you might think you've grew up or fished with some guys that know some stuff, and you fish with somebody else, you're going, "Oh my God, really? It's that easy?" Uh, I'm not going to tell you what we were doing because it it's worked and it's going to work again and. Well, I've done it by myself. And there's no work. need to give it up. I've 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 spent a little bit of time with Chris, and I mean not to not to puff Chris's head head up, but Chris definitely uh, he he sped me up when it comes to fishing on the bank. And uh, do you fish the bank? No, no, no. I, I like to keep the illusion that I stay off the bank. I'm looking at all these TVs over here on the other side he, of the. There's two little TVs. Yeah. Just two little ones. You don't need those for fishing up the bank. You just need about 10 foot of line and something about half ounce. Just saying. Nine sixteenths. I mean, I don't use my TVs all the time. Okay. Fair enough. Jody, I do happen to agree there is a place for a four and a five odd. And your five odd jig does not go in brush very well. Again, I reiterate. Throw the A-rig, boys. Um, when the water drops another 15 degrees, I will jump on that train. What happened to the the water's 90 degrees and catching them at Gunnersville on A-rig? Remember when the thing come out and it's just hot as could be? What? Where, that, did, where that, did that go? 
I think that go- I think really and truly that goes back to that groundbreaking. It's new. It's new. Kind of like chatterbait. There was a time with a chatterbait, you tie it on, you catch a six pounder at Wiley. I'm not saying you can't catch a six pounder on it now in Wiley, but I think those fish have been conditioned. I think the same thing with a rig. When those fish were in the fall chasing bait, 90 degrees chasing bait, and you didn't have a way to catch them, and you tie on five baits and throw it through them, they hadn't seen it before. Well, guess what? Now they've seen them all. And then nine. And then nine. And then, and then 13. Willow leaf blades. And then willow leaves and Colorado, and Colorado blades. blades. And orange swim baits and purple painted, swim painted baits. Painted Colorado blades. and Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, technology's great. Tackle evolving is great. But what is the next big thing? I've asked several people that. And I'm not sure anybody has come up with a legitimate answer as to what is the next Chatterbait, Alabama rig, whopper plopper. I think it's just the one-off stuff like you've seen already. Something new, different. It's just a little different tweak. sound, different action. It's just something small, you know. You see tackle industry people for a patent. What do you have to change? Fifteen percent to not even to have any kind of infringement on a patent? Is I think five percent, fifteen percent. I think it's fifteen percent. So I mean, you're you're. That's not a lot. I mean, that's a, a an eyeball in a. No, I'll bring dog. up I'll bring up a controversial one, Jeff Queen and his switchblade. Mm-hmm. You came in the other day and said, "Well, he's going to get sued for this." And I, no, he's not. He changed enough of it that it doesn't fall into their patent. You know, you think that happens a lot though. Guys don't change it enough, or they think they've reached the fifteen percent mark. Or well, look at what happened with. Uh, you had to say something to me. Oh. Phoenix. Phoenix used to have a chatterbait. Phoenix used to really have a really good one. They got sued by Z-Man. It went back and forth in the court three different times. And finally, the third time, Phoenix won the appeal. So, you know, it's... There's something to it. Jeremy Joyner, don't laugh. I have Carolina rigged a rattling rogue before. I've seen you put a chatterbait blade. Be careful, sir. <laughs> I still have that picture saved in my phone. Tread lightly, sir. That's all I'll say, because you know what I'm talking about. Which one? The spinnerbait? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Tread 15%. lightly. 15%. Tread That's lightly, what I say. sir. 15%. I mean, you can make a lot of... You can be a hero off a of 15% change. I mean... I got one on a monster worm too. Bet you hadn't seen that one. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Mm. I mean, it, uh, I mean the the core's like top water. Hey, I've seen somebody watching this podcast whack some really big bags on the thing. The core's light one. The but I don't think it matters if it's coors or Bud Light, but it's a beer <laughs> fish can. particular. It's fish a or... beer can top water. <laughs> How much? How much Joe Dirt can you get? And I've seen some bags get caught off of it uh, at Lake Norman, and I'm sure it works other places too. But uh, Matt Haywood, if you want to elaborate on the uh, the Coors Light Budweiser Topwater, you can. If not, you can re- remain anonymous about that. Uh, 
Matt Haywood. Now you're really digging into those uh, last-ditch effort. He's trying to pull a Jody. Everybody get off the bank. Yeah, I know. He knows. He's been cart fishing a lot this year. Andrew Young, you bring up something very interesting, the stealth blade. After holding one in my hand, I have a feeling it may be a flop. What is the stealth blade? It's the clear Lexan chatterbait. Kind of like a... No, it's a chatterbait with a clear Clear blade polycarbonate lip so kind of like a kind of like the uh, Aaron Martin's thing uh, no not a uh, not a scrounger so it's kind of like a scrounger no it's a chatterbait with a polycarbonate lip it's a blade that's cut just like a chatterbait blade except for it's use the big terms like polycarbonate I'm talking about a clear blade yes okay clear blade down it down it down it for me I'm sorry dumb it down dumb it down for me no, it's it. The blade size is too small, though. I mean, it, it to me, it just seems like it'll be more of a subtle presentation, and maybe that was what they were going for. Clear water, clear blade. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm curious to see how it how it works out. Hmm. Uh, David Bright bought, brought up an oldie but a goodie: the banjo minnow, the minnow that does all the work for you. And the mighty bite. Mighty bite, helicopter lure. I see. I've not. I can't believe. I used to tie up. I don't know who I got them from. I want to say Mac Lowe. But I used to tie up as a joke a banjo minnow, a white helicopter lure, and this old guy from. I'm not even sure if the guy's still alive. Really old man. Used to fish the BFLs as a non-boater. He used to have the yellow worms that had a. Uh-uh. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He'd give you a Ziploc bag of them, and I'd rig those up on the deck, and I'd put them on the boat, or uh, the deck of the boat, and, you know, everybody comes around and knows around, what you got, what's going on? So that was my deal for a while, but... Uh, I caught some fish on a helicopter lower in a pond. Andrew Young, the blade does look weak. I don't... Man, I'm, I don't know how it would do the first time he bashed it off the back of a pontoon boat. Is it, like... Plastic or is it like the... Com- no, it's com- like plastic. Like clear like see-through a, plastic with a metal pin that holds the... It'd probably do fine in warmer water. Cold water is going to explode. I don't know, man. No? How many how many Lexan lip crankbaits have you busted? How many speed traps have you broken? Matt Haywood. You, you, you can comment on that one. Speed yeah, traps. He buys a load. He buys... Speed traps like I buy jig chunks, like I'll buy like a case of them. I mean, that's yeah. Wiley used to, I mean, all you needed when it was muddy was a case of <laughs> crystal crawl speed traps. I remember the last shellacking I got from Matt Haywood at Lake Wiley. I think him and uh, Donnie Cooper were fishing, and they had, I think it was a cat tournament, they had 24, 26 pounds. I fished all around them all day. I think we had 15, 16 pounds, thought we were being heroes. They literally pulled up to a little stretch of uh, bank and them. whacked them <laughs> in like 30 <laughs> minutes. And they're like, look at this. We caught them, you know, da 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 Yeah, he, he, uh, him and Donnie used to fish together. They whacked a pretty big bag that day. Best jig chunk. Best jig chuck. We know what he means. He's still a little bit of yee-yee. It's Monday. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's Monday. And he's wearing the hair. And it's past 5 o'clock. So he might have him a brown drink and can of spam or something going on right now but gotcha best jig chunk what's your best jig chunk 
I don't throw a jig. What are you talking about? No, that's true. I, so, I, what's your best? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I've I've narrowed it down to I think I put four things on the back of a jig: a big salty, a pro chunk, a speed crawl, and if I'm swimming a jig, I do throw the cane thumper from Big Bites, just for swimming, like spotted bass on Norman. It's different. I bet you weren't doing it, and I'll do it down here occasionally, white jig season especially. What do you put on your white jig? A white cane thumper. Hmm. Something different. Yeah. Because I know all you guys are throwing your super speed crawls, your twin tails, your uh, swimming chunks, or your super whatever, super chunk. There you go. I mean, everybody has a different take on it. I I think that... uh, I think it. I, I, I think it up. breaking outside of what you know everybody else is doing. I think it's condition conditions like crawfish, bluegill season. I'm big salty. Yep. White jig. I'm super, super chunk. chunk. Nothing else. Uh, swim jig. I'm using a rage crawl now, as of this year, because of somebody I fished with from. Rutherfordton, North Carolina. Works on a golf course. Went to school together. Uh, and then, typically, summer and fall, when uh, at Norman, I've had a, I've had a lot of when I used to fish the Money Nighters every year or every Monday night or for a while with Mac. Um, when the fish really started getting tough, and everybody saying I can't get a jig bite, I'd switch over to a uh, Green Pumpkin, Fat Albert Twin Tail Grub, and get just as many bites as you would on a big salty when they were on shad and uh i kind of got into greg hackney's uh jig setup you know greg hackney talks about he's a strike king man so he talks about their their products and switching from you know a flapping style chunk when they're on crawfish and brim to a swimming chunk when they're on shad um I'm a believer in it. I've seen it. I've been with some really good guys, um, classic champions, elite series pros that I've been fortunate enough to fish with, and they each kind of swear by their own thing. It's kind of funny that different different guys apply things differently. Um, personal preference, I think, goes into it a lot. I think mechanics and how you fish is uh, and make decisions goes into it. But... uh. I don't think I use but three, three, four, big salty, super chunk, four. Yeah. yeah. Rage crawl. Andrew Young, did you open up a Big Bites catalog and start listing stuff off? Because it looks like you hit that pretty well on the nose from everything Big Bites makes as far as jig trailers. Matt Haywood, maybe if you only pre-rigged one on your rod... Um, you might have better luck with it, and then you're not so prepared to lose so many jigs. He don't lose that many jigs. There's no way. It, I can see Tater losing that many jigs because he's well. That's Tater. He's probably snagged a couple squirrels before, <laughs> but uh, I don't see Tater doing that. I've seen him chunk a doe ball across a carp pond and hit a buoy about every cast in the dark. So. Mm. I don't see him doing that with a jig or crankbait, but I could see Tater 
jerking squirrels and wasp nests out of trees and you know stuff like that. What so, about a uh, Mark Silverthorn? What about winter jig trailers? Um, depends on the lake conditions. It depends on what you're doing with it, really. I mean, if if you're trying to fish shallow, something slow, something that makes the jig fall slower. Not a lot of movement. Not a lot of movement. Something subtle. Um, if you're out fishing off the bank, I'm still going to go with a, a big crawl beaver type. Something moves some water, deeper water. Yep. I think you're fishing a winter feeding on crawfish. What little bit of brim show up on the bank around warm water trends or, you know, new moons, full moons, stuff like that. Um, I've, I've seen Norman turn out some tremendous bags on a big salty in the wintertime. Just cold as heck and uh, brim all over the bank. But I've also seen the same situation where brim are all over the bank and you the, can't fish aren't, bite. Yeah, the fish aren't there. So, I mean, it. I don't know what makes those stars align for the fish to move up with them, but I've seen brim on the bank in the thousands or hundreds, whatever you want to call it, and the bass are there too. And other years the brim are there and the fish aren't. I just think it depends on weather and what stage or what area of the lake they're in. just depends on high water, you know, this or that. But I'm not pro. I'm just rambling. Yeah. You know. Matt Haywood, it was good to have your input on here. Come back, join us for a future podcast. Hey, what's going to bed? He's got a rebate of rod. He might be carp fishing. He might be. That's one thing I don't understand. A lot of these bass fishermen just quit. You'll never have a boat accident on a carp pond. Uh, that is true. Guaranteed. That's true. You can talk junk across, across the, the pond. pond. <laughs> You can't do that really at the lake without burning gas. No. It's it's fun. He's making chow. See? There you go. Yep. He knows what's up. I've never done that. It's fun. It's what, uh, I think that's what Hamrick's getting into. He's getting in towards his retirement stage where he's giving up bass fishing, getting out of it, and, you know, he's going to be a future carp fisherman of America. There you go. You know, bank fisherman. <laughs> wow Joiner. wow Joiner's probably eating wings somewhere around Catawba right now it's a good possibility now we've been at this for an hour and 13 minutes anything else you guys want to know about we'll give you five minutes to ask some questions and uh we're gonna make it an early night tonight I think let's do it um May 7.44 I know. Wow. Might make it home before my kids go to bed tonight. I'm not. Carp fishing way more fun in the summer than bass fishing. Yeah. Chris, now, hmm. That's, Chris used to be yeah, like not, a nighttime not, hero. No, he, he, know, he knows. This is coming from a man who's also put his fishing poles up, got dust on them, pulled out the golf clubs. Recently. That's true. But I think Jody's pulling him out of retirement this weekend. From what I hear. Uh, yeah, they're going to be at Murray, I think. I don't think Jody will be back to a while. I don't think we have to worry about him. Nick Williams, I, the winter trail has not been 100% determined. Pay attention. $60 entry, 40 side pot, first Saturday in December. More details to come. 
it will end first or second week of February, depending on what CBC schedule looks like. I'm going to try to end it before all the big stuff starts. Do it small this year. See the participation from Wiley guys and Norman guys. And Sundays? There is still a Sunday winter trail. Mike Stone is still doing his Sunday thing. Um, try to get them combined this year. Give you an opportunity to fish both and have a fairly large fish off. But that wasn't going to work out. So we're going to test the waters with a Saturday trail and see where it goes. Um, based off the numbers, you could be fishing for $1,000 first place every weekend. I got you, Jody. I will be here tomorrow. And uh, let me know if your tag along's coming with you. I got something for him. Sweet. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it takes a big bag at Norman this weekend. What do you think? I think take seventeen. That's I. I think you're all over it. I, I, I think th- the water's gonna be what mid sixties. I think after this cold front, the fish I was seeing on the bank at the CBC Championship, I think those fish might actually be willing to play ball this coming weekend. It's gonna show out a little bit, but here's the thing: Cat Championship on bugs, Ray Scott Hartwell, uh, Lake Hickory's Winter Trail. You've got a lot of stuff competing. And a lot of people not at the lake, so you might want to slide down to about fourteen or fifteen. Not saying it's not capable, but the I local might, I might stay at seventeen just because I'm coming. Oh, you're going to Norman? I don't know. I haven't confirmed or denied that fact. Hmm. I might take the weekend off. I don't know. You should fix your hair. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I gotta have a. I gotta have a week or two to let this thing grow. Before I decide if I'm gonna fix it or not, I fix it first. <laughs> I can't fix it. You got two gashes in the side, each side of my head. You it's, can shave it. I'm not no like a dirty tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Among other things. Yeah. All right, Charlie. I got you in. Uh, cool. So that's one. I know of a handful of others that want to make the jump from Sunday to Saturday for church and family reasons and that's kind of what we're doing it for not that not that uh sunday's a bad day to fish but you know hey some of us work six days a week we don't get the three days a week like you get and me i you know i get two days a week sir you know it is what it is i get two days a week murray's fall trail starts saturday it's fun and some good money I know, Chris. The problem is, is you and Jody are both going, and I want no part of it. He's trying to pull in some suckers, ain't he? He's, he's trying to reel in some. I, I kind of had a running joke with the uh, the Lake James guys, uh, Dale Duncan, last year. You know, when they're on them, we're having a Wildcat Saturday, boys. Y'all come on down. Yep. And guess who won about three, <laughs> three weekends in a row? Yeah. And I said, they're going to catch on to you. And uh, usually the Yadkin guys are notorious for that around – March. Hey, we're kind of bored. Y'all should come fish. And mm-hmm. then they show up with 28, 31, 34 pounds. Got them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of get in tune to what's going on. That's kind of like uh, people holding a tournament at Fishing Creek. Yeah. In April. Hmm. 
What's that all about? Slugfest. <laughs> When's the last time there was a tournament fishing creek in April? <laughs> that wasn't a group of friends? No. <laughs> they ain't friends anymore. Uh, somebody got one up on somebody else. <laughs> Fireball raced him to the river and won. No, Fireball's <laughs> in the deer stand. He texted me today or uh, put something on my Facebook page. He was uh, uh, He was in a tree. I don't know how he got to be in a tree on Monday at 4 o'clock, but... He was a. Uh, it was too wet for him to cut trees. No, no, they destroy our hunting club when it's muddy, wet. Jody, sunny. Jody, send him on. I'll take good care of him, buddy. <laughs> there you go. No, I got me a sticker too. We're you gonna... stole that sticker out of Terry Herman's. No, was that Get what away. that was? Yes. Well, I'll put it back. Well, we better put that back. I thought that was just a hang around deal. No, I was Jody, put it on my beer cooler. Jody, bring me a sticker too when you come tomorrow, please. Yeah, I need yes, one. I, need I don't one know one if anybody's cooler. reading the comments. We will have catcher lure ball head jigs, which might play a factor up in Special Olympics on Saturday. Might not. It's probably going to. Um, and we will be restocked on all of the the good colors of catcher lures tomorrow afternoon evening sometimes so how how is the tackle industry not to cut you off is it tough getting baits right now is it certain companies tougher than others or i think uh it is tough right now it's very tough to get things in a pinch now if you kind of are able to forecast what you're going to need come spring and keep you know keep the big the ticket items that you know everybody's going to want, speed traps, red crank baits, jerk you know, baits. jerk baits, that sort of thing, you, you'll you be all right. But if you're waiting last minute, you're going to be waiting, and you're going to miss the window, and you're not going to have what you need. Are um, the uh, are the local guys, your small business guys, shining through all this deal? Are they, are they still pumping out product? I think some of them are, yes. Jody is good. Um, I think this is the longest I've waited on jigs, but it was a pretty substantial order. And I heard Jody had somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand jigs to tie. Plus, it's golf course season too. And it's golf course season, and he's getting ready to go into fishing mode. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's all in all, it's tough. I don't think we have seen the end of this uh, issue of getting things. I find it very odd that Zoom, there's a lot of things that were Zoom staples that have been tough tough to get. There's a lot of things on some of the distributors that are saying these will be backordered for an extended period of time. And my contacts that I have to talk to people at Zoom don't know why. Um Everybody's fishing, that's why. Well, they're not, I mean, they're not working. They're let's take one for exa- example, a Sungill Z-Crawl Jr. Don't know why you can't get them. Full size. I don't know if they're taking this time to eliminate colors or what they're... I don't know what they're doing. I'm trying to get some answers because there's a lot of things that we need that we can't get. Um, I'm still waiting on your buddy to call me which one chris graham what you need uh i was gonna try to set up for another distributor to he make can, uh, getting product easier 
It's 7.53, so 6.53. He is probably walking across the Milo Field in central Kansas right now. I understand Walking that. to the truck. So I would hit him back about Monday. Well, I haven't called him recently, so. Call him. He'll hook you up. He's, uh, from and what I've heard from, from reps, that's wide open. It is. Oh, it is. No, Big Rock's on 8 to 12 week. I mean, they've got product, but their shipping is behind 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah. Chris and Mark Silverthorne. Yes, we. I think. I think China is a big problem. I'm hoping that some of the companies that have dealt with this coronavirus and have survived have started to look at other options for production. That's that's why I was trying to hit on the local guys. You know, support your local guys. You know, they're they're uh, they're buying baseball bats for their kids and putting food on the table with your. You know, with your purchase of their products, they're, you know, sending their kids to summer camps. They're paying for Wi-Fi to have their kids sit at home and do schoolwork from home. So, you know, support your local guys when stuff like this is, you know, high on demand. Most of your local guys will be willing to bend over backwards for you and get something to you if they have to drop it off yourself or uh, themselves to you. So that's what I was trying to go with. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) trust me, I've been shipping waterwood crankbaits and stuff to people left and right getting them out the door uh andrew young we all are praying shimano has been that shimano is always weird about their stuff you put it on order and it may take you a full year to get your order i know a guy you should talk to i know a guy too but if they don't have it, they're like uh, X Pride rods. They're 120 days. Zodius rods were 120 days. They're just now starting to show up in the country, um, and they do weird things about limiting the amount of rods they build. Really, like X Pride, don't overextend themselves or something. They, that's right. That, that's right. But yes, buy local, shop local. Come see me, and. Uh, a lot of times... Somebody supported that mullet. What do you mean? Because you had to pay for that, unfortunately. But somebody bought several packs of jigs who paid for that <laughs> thing you got no. cut in your head. <laughs> not, no, no. I, I, this was out of my... That's your pocket. That's my side money you pocket. Got, you got bills, too. That was your walking money. I, I front think, pocket. Uh, yeah, that's the front pocket money. Thank you, Scott Hamrick, for the haircut. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Um. Yeah, buy local, buy often. If there's something you want to try to get that you're not finding, come see us. We may have it, or we may can get it faster. You can probably get it. Most well, stuff that we can't find, if we call you, usually we don't like to call you because we don't want you to know what we're trying to find. Well, and again, I don't talk to people about what people buy. And for me, I... Just it's easier just to check you out, and let you go on your way. That's right. And, and Chris and several others, um, go vote, please. <laughs> Country depends on you. I don't know why I got a blue cup. I'd rather have a red cup, but you know. Yeah, that's kind of. You I'm bought. Out of, I'm out of red cups, and no, Chris bought blue cups. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Jason Land. Okay. If I go down, I go down. Where are y'all fishing on 12? Here. Oh, God. Yeah. They're going to rename this lake if it gets much worse. Well, I mean, the problem is I'm kind of at a severe disadvantage. I have no boat. 
I have no opportunity to go look around. I have no. I'm just going blind. It's probably better. It may You're be. You're gonna fish the same places. No, Where I just want. I just want to know what I can do out deep. That's all I want to know. If Nothing. I can figure that out, mm. leave them graphs in the shop. I'll put a hundred dollars on the table. What? I might be able to catch some out deep. After what I saw Saturday, I don't want to place any bets. You know, Harriet has gotten to reach my inner soul right now, and she doesn't want me to do anything bad <laughs> like stab pigs or. Oh come know. on, Kurt. come on, Kyle. <laughs> I don't want to make, place any bets, but. It's going to be one about this deep or less, and it should be. There's there there is a switch that needs to be flipped. If it happens in the next week, it'll nah, be it's fun. happening this week. You got a moon, cold weather. Well, I tried to, I tried to fish the moon and it did not work out. No. What's it going to take? Weight? Uh, Just y'all two. Right now, you bring <laughs> you bring seven, you bring seven pounds. You might be golden, sir. Strong. I mean, last I heard, you couldn't get a bite out here last time you were out here, so I don't know. What is seven pounds like? A Boston butt? A small one at that. A very uh, one that may feed my family a malnourished turkey for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, Cornish hen. (laughs) Game chicken. Good gosh, that's rough. Did it really only take that much? It really. I mean, dude, the water came up about an inch and a half, an hour almost throughout Saturday. That's, I mean, that's a lot of water coming in. Mm-hmm. And those these fish on Wiley don't crash the bank like they used to. The water got, you know, used to be that you get high, you knew what to do. There's now, gotta be, it's got to be fish to crash the bank. There's that, yeah. That's my theory. True. Anyway, well, we're losing viewers fast and furious. We're an hour and 28 minutes. Go vote. Go vote. Come see us at the tackle store. And, uh,. Let's sign this thing out. Rusty Hooks Live, where our hooks may be rusty, but our points are always sharp. That's right. Good night, boys and girls. See ya.